0: Welcome back to Gen Alpha Talk. In today's episode, I'll be telling you 10 reasons why you fail. Think of something in your life that you've wanted to accomplish but you haven't. Something deep down, maybe you haven't gone around to it, or too timid to go for it, or you took a shot and failed spectacularly. Can you draw up in your mind that big failure of your life? Perhaps you're in the middle of it now. It goes without saying, we've all messed up big time that's obvious of course some of us are better at not messing up than others but that's kind of obvious too and then there are those who string along could the moments throughout their life like the toilet paper i used to string up along my neighbor's house as a kid a failure is so consistent it borders on art in the years i've lived uh, i've often been asked what the biggest cause of failure was that i've come across some people have relationship problems, some have money problems, others have anxiety issues, etc. But the biggest problem I've seen were not specific to relationships, money, confidence, or whatever. It's easy to figure out how to ask someone out or how to start a business or how to just do something even when you're afraid. Dealing with your fear of abandonment or your toxic money habits or you screwed up bad beliefs about what others think about you, that's a tad more involved. Chances are, a profound struggle in one area of your life will bleed over into other aspects of it. The principles of failure are rarely prejudiced. The behaviors and thoughts that sabotage you in one area of your life will stalk you into other areas as well. That resistance to ever ask someone out probably plays out in your failure to move to a new city, to take a new job. The timidity around your domineering co-workers, your passive aggressive relationships with your family members. When confronted with life's biggest opportunities, most of us crap the bed. And when we enact a number of strategies to avoid the pain and pressure inherent in reaching for our dreams. Here are some of the most common strategies for reluctance I can think of. We'll start at the shallow end and work our way to the deep end. Now listen and weep. Number one, you fail because you're afraid to stand out among the crowd. Emerson wrote, Society everywhere is in conspiracy against the self-reliance of every one of its members. People don't like it when other people change or do something that makes them feel awkward or insecure. Pushing ourselves to reach our own greatness threatens the complacency of those around us, shining a light on their own squashed dreams and real potential. In many cases, these people lash out and makes them question themselves, which is difficult for most to handle. Uh... I talked to a fellow, my friend last night. Uh, he started multiple online ventures. Uh, by friend, I mean someone online, of course. Some have failed. Some have made money. All of it was struggle. He spent time traveling around the world and returned home for the holidays, where his father promptly told him that he needed to be realistic and get a normal job. Simple fact of life. If you want to do something incredible, something that makes you stand out above the rest you have to become comfortable being different from the rest. People would think you're crazy, weird, selfish, arrogant, irresponsible, obnoxious, stupid, disrespectful, fat, insecure, ugly, shallow, etc. Those closest to you will often become the harshest. If you have weak boundaries or are not confident with your own ideas and desires, then you're not going to make it very far, are you? 2. You're not persistent enough In 2009, debut author Carl Melantis finally published a novel based on his experiences in the Vietnam War. The book was a hit. The New York Times called it one of the most profound and devastating novels to ever come out of any war. Mark Bowden, best-selling author of Black Hawk Down, declared it the greatest book ever written about the Vietnam War. It took over 35 years for Melantis to get his book published, more than the half of his lifetime. He rewrote the manuscript six separate times for the first two decades. Publishers hardly read it, much less rejected it. Most of us give up on something we're passionate about too soon. And anyone who's been successful has a tale of struggle and perseverance to share. As the cliche goes, nothing of having comes easy. You fail because you lack humility. There are many people out there who accomplish it a little bit and decide that they're an expert. Humility is knowing that you don't, what you don't know. In the world of online marketing and internet business, uh, I began to notice a trend a couple of years ago. The people who had a big mouth who regularly went on and on about what they accomplished exaggerated their successes and sapped the attention from the uh, others around them. They were moderately successful at best, sometimes they were not successful at all, i.e. they still had their jobs or even lived with their parents, and they were not more than willing to dole out their sage wisdom to anyone and everyone who would listen. But the people who were legitimate self-made millionaires, the ones who actually did skill to peaks with the industries. They often mentioned they did not note an answer. They downplayed their successes or usually never even mentioned them. Instead, they regularly pointed out their weaknesses and how they needed to learn more. This did not strike me as a coincidence. Number four, you fail to network and build strong relationships. Uh, I'm a mild control freak with my stuff. Whether it's insecurity or obsessiveness or plain arrogance. I have trouble letting people influence whatever I'm working on or am passionate about. It's counterproductive. It single-handedly submarined my aspirations to be a professional musician once upon a time. Uh, an industry based almost entirely on networking. And when that was before, I, I knew I was crapped at musicians and stuff like that. Because trust me, I cannot even play the simplest song of on the ukulele right and i'm surely missed quite a few opportunities over the years with my internet business with my friends because uh they're always talking about these businesses stuff that maybe you could make money one day but i was just too scared to do stuff you know i was very dumb because of my hesitance to reach out and connect with others who could help me it is said that around half of the people however a job know someone within the company that's hiring them but even in the non-professional world, isolation can undo you just as quickly. Instead of going broke, you just go depressed. Creating a wealth of social and romantic relationships hinges on the ability to meet people and connect with them in a meaningful manner. Research shows that living without regular social contact isn't unhealthy as smoking cigarettes. 5. You fail because you'd rather argue against advice instead of taking it. Guaranteed expect tickets to sucking, trying to be right, good? I don't care what it is, if you're more invested in arguing your point of view against people who are trying to help you than you are improving yourself, then you've effectively given up and through all of your brainiac debating, you're still too stupid to see it. To succeed at anything, there's a feedback loop that must be in place. Try something, get feedback and results, learn from feedback and results, try something new. People who are dead sad on arguing why what they already believe is right despite it not working or effectively breaking the chain off and not accepting feedback. Therefore, they will never change. Not to say that everyone should always take advice from everybody, but you should accept feedback whether you believe it's relevant or not. Not try to argue your way into looking like you were right all along though. The people who suffer from this problem tend to be highly intelligent and extremely insecure. It's a bad mix. Because the more intelligent someone is, the more they're able to rationalize their own bullshit excuses to themselves, and the more their intellect is used as a defense mechanism to protect their fragile ego. Six, you fail because you're too distracted. Facebook newsfeed, tweets, Reddit subreddits, M-Grew. Uh Check email, Facebook again, back to M Oh, funny comic strip, post on Facebook, check email again, message on Facebook. Funny cat pictures, tweet funny cat pictures. Look for Reddit for more funny cat pictures, rinse and repeat. I apologize I subscribe to describe the majority of your waking life, but the affliction of attention saturation disorder is not limited to use of social media interactions. Earlier this year, I experimented with giving up sports and politics for a month. I was blown away with how much information I once considered vital and important soon felt like meaningless fluff, sensationalized infotainment meant to keep me clicking rather than informing and influencing my life. Practice some self discipline in your life. Seven, you fail because you don't take responsibility for what happens in your life. Also known as having an excuse for everything disorder, to fix the problems in your life, you must have power over them. You can't have power over aspects of your life unless you take responsibility for them. Therefore, if you don't take responsibility for what happens to you, you fail. There are numerous situations in life which may seem completely unfair, and insurmountable, like god decided to piss in your car flakes, unfair and there's nothing you can do about it right and it was tempting to blame your problems on some external factor to insist that it was impossible that it was not your fault that you couldn't have done anything to help it you see it was the abu the taxi driver who accidentally ran over some little boy's dog and the guy actually pulled over to see if it was okay causing a more unnecessary 30 minute delay and the police came and questioned you until they realized you offered little Timmy some beer to make him feel better. I.e., to help him erase the impending decades of trauma and majors of blood splayed sidewalk, that surely haunted the quarter, first quarter of his life. And stop the crying, my god. The little brat could just cry. You were just trying to help. Declared poor, undeveloped psyche with some alcohol. But hey, then the cops came and the uh, drunk little kid told him about the beer, told him everything, absolutely everything, except. They were just being a nice guy, which you obviously never get credit for. And dude, it's not your fault cops are so... uh, retentive about child alcohol laws. It's Puritan fastest state anyway. And hey man, I'm sorry I didn't show up, it's not my fault. I promise it will never happen again. There's always the next wedding, right? I won't be in jail for that one, I promise. Yeah, people like that, they're bad. Number eight, you fail because you don't believe it's possible. I'm a little hungry, so I'm going to outsource this bullet point. to the Goba system. $3 an hour, great turnaround time where Jedi Master Yoda will fill you in. This isn't some sort of manifestation, affirmation crap. There's no supernatural power at work here. With Master Yoda there is, but with us, no. The one's unconscious belief about possibilities informs the level of effort and expectation of success from their body's behavior. For instance, one study showed that athletes who held inaccurate, persistent, Belief about their own abilities outperform abilities of accurate or negative belief of their own abilities. Beyond that, people who overestimate what they're capable of are far more likely to actually, you know, get off their ass and try. And when you try and learn from your failures, you can eventually lead yourself to success. So a little delusion of grandeur goes a long way. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to pay you the three dollars to help me with some parallel parking. Number nine, you fail because you're afraid to care. Many people catch the indifference bug. They lack a clear passion because they're reluctant to invest themselves top to bottom into adventure. Project or pursuit. Many of them give up quickly. Others just lose interest. Many lack the wherewithal to even begin. Connect indifference is an insidious defense mechanism. It undermines the drive and motivation required to overcome it. Unconsciously, many people are terrified to invest themselves into something because investing themselves into it could potentially lead to pay- failure, and failure could potentially lead to lots of thoughts. Their psych is not yet prepared to face questions about self-worth, competence, being worthy of love, etc. Look, I'm no fruit, but in my experience, people crippled by indifference don't overcome it until some other emotional issue in their life is uprooted, confronted, and kicked out. Number ten, you fail because deep down you don't think you deserve what you want. Many, or most of the bullet points here, are actually top layers for this underlying cause, believing you don't reserve what you want. Many of us at our core have buried beliefs and feelings about ourselves that aren't so savory. Maybe we were teased a lot growing up, or our parents and teachers told us we wouldn't amount to anything, or we were punished for being smart by our peers. Whatever happened, something happened, and it's something inside that makes us feel uncomfortable with the idea of accomplishing too many great things as a result. Entrepreneur and business consultant Sebastian Marshall wrote in his book, Ichigai. Last night, I was talking with my friend, I said. If you did this, I'm pretty sure you could get your first client at $400 an hour for 90 days. It wouldn't to be his main thing for the next 90 days, but it would likely work. His core goal right now is total financial freedom, and I laid out a plan that would get him there. But will he do it? I asked him. He cringes and says, no, I won't. So that's a million dollar question, why won't you? He replies, I don't know. I don't even like thinking about it really, but I'll try to, I don't know, fear? I have to confront my potential and the fact that I'm not living up to it. I, it doesn't feel right. I don't feel ready. I don't think I deserve that much. I think I have to study longer first. I don't know. Why don't people do it? Hell, I offer to make people money for free, up a simple, clearly workable business plan Offered to help out, 80% plus of them don't take it. It's another nice step of a stream conundrum. You always find a way to get rid of what you feel isn't rightfully yours. The heights and burdens of success make them feel like a king and others like a fraud. For many, getting what they want summons that warm tongue voice in the back of their mind, providing their insecurities for fear until they find a way to destroy everything to work for. It may be a relationship with the best person you've ever loved. It may be a dream job you can't bring yourself to take. It may be a creative opportunity of a lifetime which you ignore for more practical pursuits. It may be merely hanging out with people who you actually admire and feeling like a ghost. Whatever it is, the slush pool of doubt bubbles up and finds a way, always finds a way, to ruin it for you, to make you ruin it for you. That's the hardest truth. It's you. There's no other in this equation. And as much as you deny it, the fear will always linger and remain as an invisible barrier. Uh, clear film separating you from happiness pushed through and never broken. These issues can be overcome, but it's painful and gut-wrenching. Then there's always just another layer. Simmering further below, more fear, ever-present, something we all venture to face over and over and over again. But if you don't believe me, believe Yoda. So, this is the end of the episode, and I hope you guys had a great listen. Now, hit the like, subscribe, and share button. Also, shout out to Yoda. He helped me a lot uh, with his Jedi forces and stuff. Jedi, I say thank you. Hit the like, subscribe, and share button, and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.